best friends. Welcome to another episode of The Bestie Advice. Where we discuss all things relationships. Welcome to another edition of The Bestie Advice. I am your host, Irene Abrams, with my bestie, Karan Hayes. Hey, hey besties. We are so excited to have a new podcast out this week with two of our favorite married couples. They are amazing people. Deacon yeah. Roy Maynard Jr. and his wife, beautiful Jennifer Maynard. Hey, you guys. Hey, hey. How you doing? And when we say this podcast is going to be nothing short, but of a, amazing, yes, it's two people embody marriage vows. They embody the covenant of marriage. Yes. The pastor says, will you take this man and this woman through sickness and in health? Mm -hmm. And we stand at the altar and we say yes at the time, but will you really do it? Yes. 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 They have done it. And they're going to talk to us all about this amazing journey through thick and thin, through sickness yes health and how they was able to overcome a life-changing situation and they got through the other side and I don't know if you guys can tell if you're watching this on YouTube they look amazing yes and they do yes they do thank <laughs> you thank, thank you all about this journey and I'm excited because y'all Jennifer is now my soror <laughs> <laughs> I knew she was gonna throw that in there <laughs> I, you guys, hey, me too you belong <laughs> to the number one sorority you have to shout out. You have to shout it out, right? <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to these two people of God about their journey, about their marriage, and about what God is doing in their lives next. So, Kiran, I'm excited to talk to Deacon Roy and his wife. I'm going to toss it to you for the first question. Yes. So, hey, again, besties. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey. <laughs> Jennifer and, and Roy, um, I just want to just open up first with asking you all, um, to just kind of share with us a little um, bit about you all, how you all met. I don't even know if I even know that story, but how you all, how you all met, how long you all have have been have been married, and what it's like to be married to Deacon Roy and to Jennifer. So we'll try to give you the quickest version of the, the uh, how we met. Um, <laughs> As you all know, um, I'm I'm a barber, so uh, I actually met Jennifer while in barber college. Still, wow. Um, our oldest son, Jalen, was coming in to get his haircut for maybe a few months or so, and um, that's kind of how we met. I was cutting his hair, and then she started, you know, coming to the chair to get her eyebrows done, which allowed me to be a little bit closer to her, and then we just kind of. <laughs> met and then uh she'll tell you the, the other part of the story <laughs> oh what i kept it real general <laughs> so when he was about to leave he nicked me one day the last day he like nicked my brow and so i you know i was like well so what are you supposed to do about this um and then he just gave me his card and he was like well you know i'll and how was Jalen gonna get his haircut you know going forward so he was like oh well you know i'll do house calls or whatever so mm -hmm. that was kind of all she wrote and 2023 is like the 20th year since we met we met 
May 2003. So, wow, wow, yeah, wow, wow. We've known each other for 20 years this year. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was really all she wrote after that. It was, you know, I called and here we are, fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> now, how long have you all been married? 17 years. 17 years. 17 years that is a blessing that is a blessing and do you all have children i mean i I don't know if you all have children do you all have any children we do we have Jalen. he's 25 and Uh we have jared he's 13 and do we have some bonuses we do we have have a three-year-old nasir and a two-year-old nari yes 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 so just talking about uh, marriage as a whole, um, you all out there, you know, we do take these vows, married couples, that is, you know, we say these vows to our husband and our wife, um, usually at the altar, you know, the pastor's there before us, and we're so excited. We're saying, yes, I do, I do, I do, I do, through the entire thing, through for better or for worse, for richer or for poor, in sickness and in health to cherish and to love, to death do us part. You know, we're excited. We're saying that, but then life happens. Things change, things shift. Um, And for Deacon Roy and Jennifer, things shifted as far as with them and their marriage, and they had a major life event. Um, So Jennifer and Roy, if you can kind of just walk us through what took place. Okay. Um, November, 2021. Um, November, 2021, Jennifer was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer. Uh, obviously, obviously it came as a shock. We didn't see it coming. Yeah. Um, but God was all over that thing even before we knew she was diagnosed. Um, early detection, she'll tell you, is a great thing in doing your breast exams is a yeah. great thing because she actually found uh found it on her own. Okay. Um so that was that was November starting in January 2022 we did um we did the chemotherapy, we've been okay. through radiation, we've been through surgery. Yeah. We've been through chemo again yeah. and so I mean it was it was a looking back it wasn't that long of a journey but it was long enough for us because it's a scary thing to be dealing with. Right. But um, that's just, you know, my my version of uh, uh, what we went through with that major life event. Yes. Well, not my version, but yeah, yeah, what yeah. I have to say about <laughs> it. That's, that's what happened. Right. That's what happened. <laughs> right. For what was that like for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. So um, as a healthcare provider, so, you know, um, when I found the mask myself, it was the day after my birthday. So. Wow. Um, that just to be used, this is uncut, right? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was like, oh, wow, this is the birthday gift, you know? So, yeah. um, yeah. after, you know, after palpating it, the, the mask on my breast, I knew exactly what it was before any scan. So that night seemed like the longest night ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, so that's why I say, you know, uh, self breast exams are, yeah. Paramount, yeah. you know, you just I didn't have no family history of breast cancer at all. Uh, so, um, so when I got my diagnosis, I was 
maybe 500 feet from work. Uh, so I'm pulling into the lot and I'm getting this phone call and I can't turn around and come back home right now. So how are you supposed to get this diagnosis over the phone, get yourself together and then walk into work as if nothing happened? Right, right. So that was something I had to do and that was beyond difficult. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but the alternative was what? Not see my patients that day? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, you know, you just some things you just you just sacrifice. So yeah. so that was difficult, however. Um, but the journey, it just kept unfolding. It just kept unfolding. And and for me, I've never had an opportunity to process, to be honest with you. Okay. I've never had a downtime to say, hey, wait. I have breast cancer. Mm -hmm. I, my my lifestyle that didn't afford me that, you know, to say pause, no work, no this, no that, you know. So so even now, I've I've never actually had a time to process. This is what I I I went through. So, mm -hmm. um, here we are on the other side. Thanks be to God. So, yeah. yeah. I say, do you think it was, I mean, we know, we know, but yeah. looking back, do you think it was just the Holy Spirit, like just God, just carrying you through, through that? Yeah. I think, I th you know, if you would have sat in it, um, you might have, you know, your spirit, your emotions might have fell into maybe depression or pity mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, I definitely know that he was using me. I definitely know that for sure. I can't really say that if I was allowed the time to sit in it, had I um, had I internalized it more. But mm -hmm. I think that it um, it has desensitized me some because I wasn't able to actually, um, you know, you see other breast cancer survivors; they are really in tune with the whole survival thing and everything, and I'm not. I, I don't know if it's the humility that's over me, but I don't own that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't own that, that survivorship or that, you know, you know, I see, Oh, you know, you survived. I don't own that. I mean, because I don't think that I'm responsible for that. That's mm -hmm. God that has nothing to do with me. So I don't, I don't even want that. Like when people be like, Oh, you're a survivor. And I'm like, Am I? you know, to, to God be the glory. Right. <laughs> so, 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 mm -hmm. I think that that far as um, desensitizing period or whatever, I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. That's just how I feel about that. So, yeah. um, but, but definitely knowing that, you know, that I was supposed to do all of that at that time and I was supposed to do it. Yeah. That I am, I am sure of for sure. It's funny um, how, how you said that, you know, you were pulling into the parking lot, you're 500, 500 feet away from your job. And it's like, do I make an about face, bust a U-turn, go back home, or do I go into this building? Um, it's basically giving me life goes on. Um, because even though I kind of sense what they're getting ready to tell me on this call, um, life still goes on. So, so talking about life still going 
on. I know roles in your house, um, especially when you, you probably, probably around the time, you know, you're going through chemo therapy and all of that. Um, I'm sure the roles and the responsibilities in your home had to shift. So, um, and everybody's marriage, everybody's home, everybody's house is different. You know, you know, I may be doing the dishes and my husband may be taking out the garbage or vice versa. Maybe I'm taking the garbage out and he's doing the dishes. You know, he may be cooking and I'm mowing the lawn, whatever it is. Um, how did that kind of shift and change with you all? Because again, you still have children. You have your, you have your grandchildren. Um, Dick and Roy, you still had to go to work. You know, Jennifer, you, you were still working. So how did you all kind of shift and shift roles during that time? I think at that, uh, at that time and during that time, um, roles were kind of all over the place. Obviously, you know, going through the chemotherapy and everything, mm -hmm. uh, Jennifer was a lot more fatigued and yeah. uh, the stress levels was, were different. The, mm -hmm. the triggers are just, you know, make her emotional and uh, and all of that. Everything, everything was kind of different with that. Me being a um, me being a, an entrepreneur, um, looking back, we will both agree that the right move probably would it would have helped a lot if I was maybe um, working another type of job so that she wouldn't have to work. But at the same time, looking back, I guess I kind of understand the way God had the thing set up because. Mm -hmm. I would have been way less available for support for chemotherapy and for the kids, the grandkids and the, mm -hmm. some of the other outside stuff. My my schedule was a lot more flexible. So I was able to do a lot of the outside stuff. But at the same time, I'm the man of the house. Mm -hmm. At the same time, my wife is dealing with breast cancer and I have to be as available, you know, for her as possible. Did it did did it all go the way we thought it should have went? Right. No. But again, that's how you know when God is taking you through something, you make your mistakes, you, you go through and, and and all of that. And when you make yeah. it on the other side, you, all you can say is that was that was, only could have been God. So yeah. to answer the question, the roles were kind of like changing from day to day, week to week. Sometimes mm -hmm. I could. Sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, she was still going to work and 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 it started out being, you know, doing some um kind of like over the phone work seeing patients but then it got yeah. to where she had to actually go in and see patients on days when she didn't feel good and I hated that because yeah. it's like I can't do anything about it I can't do something about it but what I could do what I could have done about it would have changed things even more so yeah. it was definitely tough that speaks to you know God mm -hmm. and Jennifer's strength to be able to do that yeah. and I just want to add this you didn't ask me this question but during the time <laughs> no, go ahead. I was fighting breast cancer was the same time that she pledged and crossed uh, as far as uh, being a Delta. And during that time, she received her doctorate. She was going to school for wow. her doctorate. All of that during that, wow. um, yeah. during that period. So that, 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 <laughs> the strength that she, that she showed uh, and what God was able to do through her was just remarkable. Even now still, it's, yeah. it's, it's still a tough road, but God,